The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR. 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Roll off 
also known as my row flame. Coming with laughs and coming with jams. On Love Lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy Towns on speaking to the grown and sexy. We gon' laugh, cut them and kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirits. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit. Old folks say we dig it. Can't no bitch do what you do. Welcome to Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Flame Monroe, along with my gorgeous co-host, Mrs. Lauren Hogan. Who I, y'all can't see her, but I see her. She got her hair done. It's all curly and fluffy and stuff. Oh, well, that's, that's not true at all. <laughs> well, it's not. It's in the Miss Sealy braid. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> you, you got the Shirley Ralph braid. <laughs> Hi, Flame. No diamonds. Hi, Lauren Hogan. Hello, Flameheads. Hello, Aaron, our wonderful producer. Yeah, we glad you guys are come join us on audio so you can download us on uh, iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Because we're a week behind because somebody's been working, a little Lauren, and uh, yeah. some busy with new shows and things have been moving. So what, what you know, Lauren, before we even get into the week, to this week's show, uh, I must tell you that. It's been a very trying day, and I'm a little. I'm on my way to be with the Lord. So if I get stumbled on a word or two, fix it. No Jesus. judgment. No judgment. That's why we got Aaron. That's why we got Aaron to fix some stuff. Um, <laughs> it, it has been a week oh, and a week. And when I say a week, I'm telling you, I watched the View the other day because the new season is up, and they had Stacey Abrams on there last week, Lauren, and they were talking about when she debated. Uh, Kemp that one time because he wouldn't debate her anymore because she multiplied, divided, added, and subtracted that ass. Mm-hmm. And I love the mathematician. But I listened to her speak and they was, you know how they do you on the view? They come at you on from all sides like the breakfast club so you don't get a chance to finish one question or answer before you're hitting you with the next one. But she was, her temperament was so even keel. And even though I thought Joy pushed, stepped on her toes and so did uh, Sonny try to say something. I, what I like about Stacey Abrams is that she's informed, she's sharp, she is so equipped with her knowledge, but she won't even let you take her off her square, because there's some things that you know they might ask and that might trigger her, because they said something about her makeup or something, and she was like, the look on her face was like, okay, yeah, this is what kind of makeup, what was her beauty product? She's like, I just wash my face with soap and water. But and I know what they be what they be trying to do, but I love how she controls that narrative. That is so sharp and so concise to me. You know, I'm a hot head. I'd be like, "Bitch, what you wash your ass with?" <laughs> well, um, you know what that is, right? You know what institution? Oh my, she here we go. Is. Oh my god, here I forget. I'm just saying, you know, she's a Spelman woman. She's a so Spelman. We're here different. We we're just built different. That is my good Spelman sis, and we expect nothing less. That's all I'm gonna say. It is fantastic the way she controls the dynamic of the room. And I know they try to shake all the coconuts of her tree, but that tree is unbreakable. And I love that about her because everybody else get upset. Speaking of getting upset, girl Marjorie Taylor Greene was somebody asked her a question. I don't know if it was a reporter or somebody who was in Congress or Senate or something. And she kicked them. <laughs> she did. That is the most childish thing that I've ever heard. 
that somebody asked you a question that you got mad about, so you decided to kick them. Because the grown-up thing would have been a lady to turn around and whoop her ass. Because that would have exactly. been unjust. yeah. Don't put your feet on me. That's disrespectful. Right. But we are talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of the one of the Trump Trumplicans' favorites. Child, but we're not gonna uh, harbor on that because we're gonna be celebrating Black women this episode because we. Did- talking about the power of the black woman and that's what i was talking about because stacy was just magnificent with the way she spoke and who she was and so powerful and i love that and whoopi sat there and i watched whoopi because i don't always be in agreement with whoopi but whoopi sat there with this smile of pride on her face as stacy was dissecting everything they brought to her and handled it well i felt very olivia pope like she handled that's what olivia pope used to say on scandal it's handled <laughs> baby miss stacy abrams had handled it baby it was I was so proud to just watch her as a black person and just as the black American. And uh, speaking of proud, proud black women, I made a video the other day that I was so ex- because I was so excited about. Now I don't, I'm not a big movie goer. I go to the movies when it's something I really want to see. When I, and the last movie I got super excited about, not the last time I went to the movies, was the actually the cartoon movie scene. I was actually excited about that movie because really? it had, it had me feeling so good in my spirit. My, it was so oh. much. Joy. We had so many lessons. I love lessons. And so I was furious with my daughters on Saturday. So I took myself to the movies. I did say I took myself. I went on a he, she, we date. It was just all three of us. The the woman king. And mind you, I have been seeing the trailers. I have been seeing the commercial. None of that really made me really want to go see the movie. But I watched Viola Davis on three or four interviews this week. One being The View. Another one, she was on Gale. And to hear the story of how she said what they had to go through just to get this movie done and the story of the EOG people. is Am, am I saying it right? Adoji. Adoji. And just... And so I was like, I'm going, I'm going to support the movie while it's at the movie. Oh my God. When I tell you it's one of the best decisions I have made in 2022 was to take the time, the two hours and six minutes to go and spend them $12 to go see that movie because that was the best movie I've seen in a very long time. And it's good from beginning to end. The casting is brilliant. The lighting is brilliant. The story is believable and real. And there's so many emotions in the story. I felt joy and hurt and anger and rage and revenge and determination and strength and courage but there's a love story in there and i don't want to give out too much of the information y'all got to go to the movies to support this movie and see this movie don't wait for netflix don't wait for hbo don't wait for it to come on cable because it won't have the same impact and in order to get these movies told and further on we got to show that we're gonna spend our dollars to go see these movies at the movie theaters because white people under white folks understand dollars not sense uh <laughs> Yeah, so I actually saw The Woman King, too. And so the funny thing is I saw some of the trailers. So um, I'm like a big Greek mythology fanatic. So I thought that it was really going to be just about the story of the Amazonian warriors that you learned about in Greek mythology, if you ever took that class. And they were known for being beautiful. They were fierce and they were extremely tall. So, you know, I always identified with them because I was just, you know, very tall growing up, too. So I just loved the story. So when I actually went to the movies and then in the beginning, they give you a backstory of what was happening during this time in Africa. I was pleasantly surprised to learn that this was really based on true events and this actually happened. Um, so to learn about the Agoji people and just um, how phenomenal and fierce these women were, um, it just it was so inspiring. It was such an inspiring story. Um, cause I really thought it was going to be like them taking current events and mixing them with some, you know, mythological ones, but it's a true story. So it was just beautifully done. 
And to my surprise, I didn't know that Adrian Warren was in the movie too. Um, Adrian Warren was the original Tina on Broadway, like before the pandemic happened. So I saw her play Tina um, with a sprained, damn near broken ankle on stage with like a brace and everything. And she killed it. And then she also played Mamie Till in Women of the Movement for ABC. So Miss Thing has been working. I was wondering why she wasn't back playing Tina on Broadway. It's because she's booked and busy to say this. That was a great that you just made that she was on stage with a broken ankle and she still mustered through and that was one of the points in the movie you keep fighting no matter you fight until you die yep it was it the you know and i'm and i'm I'm a big fan of viola davis always has been i've seen uh, probably all of her work but i don't think she has ever touched me the way she's touched me in this movie because it was so many emotions and she was so comfortable in who she was as a darker hue, black woman, you know, no makeup. And I think, you know, she got ready for that on how to get away with murder. Because remember when Sissy Tyson was combing the kitchen and she took all the makeup off? <laughs> she said, I can do this. I can do this. But I love all the the roller coaster ride of emotions. And for men who that's listening, this is not a woman's movie. I pro- it's not a woman's movie. It is about women, but it's not a woman's movie. It is a movie about strength and pride and courage and determination and baby fearless. Those women were, and they supported, they, they supported their king. They loved their king. Y'all got to go see this movie and at the movies, because if you go see the movie, you're going to understand they're going to have to have a part two. Oh, they're going to have to have a sequel. I hope so. Cause I was wondering too, um, I don't. I, I actually I can't say this because I'm gonna give it away. Let me. I'll just shut up and talk to you about it. I said the more. I just say one word, Malik. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, <laughs> I can see that. I could see that kind of being another avenue to tell uh, for the storyline for sure. Um, but yeah, overall, and the thing is, I saw it in New Orleans, and I was in a black theater, so you know all the black folks. We was yelling at the movie screen, you know, during the fight scenes and everything. It just made my movie experience that much better. Um, Because remember, I told you, I've been so scared to go to the movies because of the anxiety with all the shootings and stuff. So I was so, I felt so comfortable when I saw all of us in the movie theater. I said, okay, ain't nobody going to do nothing crazy. You um, you in New Orleans, you knew somebody was had some heat. Let's just be very honest. Exactly. I was like. Listen for the other shooters and get behind them. Bring up because even when I went to the theater, and I have not been to the theaters in in a couple of years because of, like you said, the shooting. Uh, I wasn't alone. I did have my purse, but I made sure because now you can pick your seats. So I picked the seat on the end just so I could scan the room. In the words of TTJ, and keep your head on the swivel because I was also thinking that if some shit go down, I need to be able to get low and see what's happening. And and hate you know I hate that I'm carrying that that fear with me but i carry that fear and that make may pay attention pay attention to what's going on so yeah it was like that too but i i had my shorty with me i sure yeah. did. i went with my um co-worker and turned friend but literally every time somebody walks in the movie theater i was looking at pockets somebody had on a long coat i was looking at everything but it was overall it was a great experience like i said it was a whole bunch of black people so we was yelling at the screen um it was just an amazing movie and it was beautifully shot and well done. And then I don't know if you saw too, um, 
I saw that she, uh, Viola Davis was talking about the training and how they had to go through weapons yeah. training and, yeah. you know, cardio workout. And then the director joined in to really provide this, like, camaraderie. I Dina Batherwood was always something special, though, since Girlfriends, because I loved Girlfriends, especially the first couple of seasons. It went a little weird to me way later down the line, but that first couple of seasons was great. So I, I, they were on The Breakfast Club today, her and uh, Yohushu. I mean, I know I'm Tusho, Toshu. The young lady who played the the one they gave the father gave him gave her away. Okay, uh, they were on there today with Gina because um, I watched the interview and it was just so great to hear them talk. And I love that uh, because this girl was like she was working with Viola Davis, but she said Viola loved to joke on 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 set and loved to be fun because Viola always seems so intense, so serious. So to be working with her, and I'll tell you, when you work with great people, I think it makes you a greater person because you stri- you rise up as opposed to rising. If you're rising oh, down, yeah. then it. And uh, it was, I, if the whole cast, which one was my crush though, Lauren? Which one was my I was in love with? What, Izoki? Oh! <laughs> Girl, you're on the my type. Baby, that Izoki had me up in the theater wet and hard. Let me just say it. Good God. I knew it. I knew it. When you told oh, me you saw the movie, I said, child, I know Flame was having some fantasies in the movie. <laughs> that Izoki was daddy, honey. And I love, oh, and I, and I hate that it's the movie is so fresh right now, so we can't really give out none of the tangible secrets because we start talking, we're going to tell it. Mm-hmm. But it was so beautifully cast, and everybody played their role so well. It was so believable. And what was the guy, the king's name? Because he's been to quite a few things. He's a big actor, too. What's his name? He is, um, child, you're going to make me have to go on IMBD real quick. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to look is it, it up. Name Jordan. Um, let me see, cast. I'm going to find it. Okay, let's see. His name is John uh, Boyega. John Boyega. John Boyega is a big actor. And I, I saw somewhere where they said that, that they needed him to come in, and he came in with no, no, uh, no, no, nothing. He didn't he need a script. He came in, and uh, he just watched because, and he was busy working at the time, but he took time off to make this movie. I love that so many different players have come in because this is done through Viola Davis and her husband Julius Production Company as well. And mm-hmm. I'm telling, as black people or as African Americans or whatever we identify, brown people, whatever you identify as now, because baby, I got too many. I can't keep up with all everything. Anywho, we need to show support for this so we can get more movies like this made. Because it's not that it's black people's stories, but now it's black people's stories being told by actual black people, and they they letting us tell a lot of truths. They letting them tell a lot of truths. You know what's what's the, they trying to keep out the books, Lauren? What they calling that when they don't want it up in the books now? They want to get rid of all the books that taught history from way back. Oh, um, child, you talking about Florida and Ron DeSantis? Yeah, this um, is telling the real theory and trying to yeah, use gas yeah. and all and that. I, that we have to show support for that. I hate that it's not getting the ab- advertisement that. Black Panther guy or some of these major movies. But I'm telling you, the story is great. This could be the new, this could be my new Black Wizard of Oz because that's how well, good it was. Well, I think to your point though, that they didn't have Marvel money for promotion. Promotion's expensive. Um, but what I appreciated really about this movie so much is that, you know, we see a lot of movies that have been made are just about the Black struggle. And it's not that this film didn't touch on that because it did, but it talked about 
us as a resilience as people and more important about black women. I think that's what made this so special for me to sit in the theater and to actually watch it because we're not telling those stories. It was like for a period of time, we were just telling stories about how black people struggled and how we were constantly, you know, degraded and put down. But this is kind of shining a light on the surviving that we did from an inspirational and an innovative point of view, you know? So that's why I really love this movie so much. Honestly, I want to go back to the theaters and watch it again because I'm going to keep supporting Viola. This is probably top three for me. I think my favorite series that she's ever done was definitely How to Get Away with Murder. My favorite movie that she did where I really just felt like she just acted her ass off was Fences that she did with Denzel Washington. Um, But this one is up there now for me, Woman King. She did a hell of a job uh, with this role. So hats off to Viola because, man, I hope she gets nominated for an Oscar, an Emmy, NAACP Image Award. I hope she gets everything for it. Ain't nothing like a black woman can look at you, though. When black, when black, let me tell you something. Viola can look like Sissy Houston. You know, some black women can look at you and you die three times. The skin <laughs> just... Baby, she had gave that girl that look when they was in that water. I was like, baby, sometimes a black woman can look at you and you ain't, she ain't got to say one word. The look just... Baby, you can die three times. Good God. Yeah. Nobody do it like Sissy Houston. Though. But Sissy Houston got resting bitch face times 300, baby. <laughs> Ms. Lauren, you have one too. <laughs> I do. I have a chronic disease called resting bitch face. But honestly, I think it was a gift from the Lord. So I embrace it with pride. Oh, my God. The movie was... And it just... The joy of... And I'm, I was so many emotions. And I'm, you know I don't even cry. You know I'm a tank. But I flooded up like twice out of... One time out of hurt and another time out of joy. And I love when a movie can pull on my heartstrings like that. It was... And it was informative... I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was clever. I thought it showed so much uh, compassion, and I thought it showed loyalty because they love to holler who ain't loyal. But baby, them people were loyal, honey. Good God, we need some of that going on right now because good yeah. cheese. And that's the thing too. It's like I think uh, the series of how movies are coming out too. I'm excited about because you know you mentioned Black Panther, but Black Panther two comes out in November. And I actually have a friend that works for Disney and he's watched it three times and he said he's literally cried every time he watched it. So it's giving we're given at least like at least like three to four months of just black excellence in cinema right now. So that also warms my heart because Black Panther's coming out in November and they're honoring Chadwick Boseman in the movie. I don't know if you've seen the trailer flame, but um, Angela Bassett has a line in the trailer and she's literally shouting she's like i've lost my entire family have i not given enough that alone made me want to cry and i was and you know i don't cry either and i said "Ooh, this this movie's gonna be deep too so we got woman king black panther 2 is coming out i'm just giving a round of applause for the black excellence in cinema right now i'm, I'm loving it so uh-huh jordan peele just did nope uh y'all can come I up with me bad reviews about that I haven't seen that yet. Let me tell you something. First of all, as I have gotten older, I think I'm turning into a wuss because I used to love horror movies, but I ain't got old. And sometimes those demons become and messing with me in my sleep and stuff. And I don't like all that. That's <laughs> an old person thing. That's that happens to me too. That's not old person thing. That's girl, you, shit. Girl, if you don't, you, girl, you twelve. If you don't knock it off, good. I get nightmares too. The Conjuring. I've seen the Saw movies. I saw a Saw movie and I thought I was gonna die. I had a whole dream about Jigsaw. It felt very real. That's not girl, true. I tell you, who I think I say I'm getting old. I must be getting the conscience. No, I never used to have a conscience. I used to be a vampire. Did nothing affect me like. The final season of Power Book Two Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. 
After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. 
Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Things have changed, but I'm going to tell you what has not changed. And, and I'm telling you the involvement of these black women. And I was just watching the thing. I was watching Bill Maher the other day. And there was a guy on there. I can't remember his name, but he was talking about uh, Joe, President Joe Biden. And he was saying, y'all keep saying he too old. He too old as opposed to being too what? Too young to know he's the most qualified president that we have had ever because of Congress and being the vice president. Well, the longest. Well, he made a bail. He said, Washington, nobody had this. Not even Obama. Nobody had Biden's credentials to become president. Not even Hillary Clinton, because he had spent so much time in Congress or the Senate. And then he did vice presidency for two years. And now he's the president. So he was saying qualified in that aspect. Okay, I I can hear that. And it, honestly, when you said that, it made me go back to some of his uh, time being Senate and some of the screwed up bills that right. he introduced. Right. But, sorry, those are two separate things. Let me not be biased. Yeah, yeah so I hear like, we, we, we get older, we're supposed to get wiser. And I was like, I agree with that because we do always rag on him about his age. But mm-hmm. so what else could we have? We could be stuck with something way worse, way, way worse. So I hope you guys are registered. And I hope you guys, and I'm hoping, Georgia, y'all really come on out. And 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 keep it and flip it I for Stacey Abrams. Her time. It is her time. I think Stacey's gonna win for sure, because um, she was robbed last time. So I have I have a feeling in my spirit that she's gonna win. But another person, another black female in cinema that I do want to discuss really quickly is Haley Bailey. I saw the trailer for Little Mermaid. Um, it brought a huge she smile to my face. face too. She brought a huge smile to my face. Her voice sounded so angelic. She gave me all the Little Mermaid vibes, but I am just, I don't know if I shouldn't be baffled because it's like, you know, racism still exists, but I'm baffled at the fact that all these white people are in an uproar about a mermaid being black and mermaids. First of all, they're not even real. Let's start <laughs> there. They're, t- they're so upset and so mad about yeah. representation. Let's go, let's, let's, go, let's go back to that, Laura. They're like, not even real. Mermaids are not real. And y'all are getting so upset that we're getting representation in Disney for a character that is not real. It's fictional. Talking about y'all how better be glad that they're making Laverne Cox because the baby, but the mermaid to have a twist. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about how can a mermaid have melanin underneath the water? That's not even realistic. And then somebody said something else about how she wouldn't really sound like that if she was underwater. The the conspiracy theories and just the, the commentary about this fictional character is so baffling to me. And they're really upset. It's crazy. 
I, I saw that, you know, I, I just thought it was, you know, I thought people had been, was high. I thought they were high because it's just what you said. First of all, there are no mermaids. Mermaids are not real. If they are, we don't know nothing about them. We don't mermaids know nothing about them. Mermaids are not real. And if, if they're going to be any color, I would assume they're going to be orange, like the goddamn ocean or green shit, like the water, so they <laughs> can blend. algae. <laughs> yeah. So, first of all, y'all knock it off. Child, that was a cartoon. The little member was a cartoon. And she wasn't white in the cartoon. And Triton damn sure wasn't white in the cartoon. That, that nigga, it because her daddy's black in the cartoon. Cartoon, the daddy had a better suntan than the, the weatherman we got down here, the orange one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, I'm just so sad for her because this should be such an exciting moment. And you just have yeah. so many trolls that are trying to ruin this. You Let know, they're, they're trying to. The generation. Y'all, that you know, it's the internet, and as much information as easy as it is to get to your fingertips, the internet gives you too much information. Sometimes we didn't have all that, so if twenty people didn't like you, you didn't know it unless you twenty other people told you, yeah. or you don't so say, "Girl, you know, so and so don't like you," or "Boy, so and so don't like." You. But now it's just like it's like, and people believe it. They believe everything they see and hear on the internet. It is, and because they won't read a book, they speaking of not reading books. Kanye West said he has never read a book. I was like, you ain't had to tell nobody else that. Uh, <laughs> Don't shut up. I but, think people are so lost in the mazes of their mind in this go around. Like, it really is kind of like the Matrix to me because people just don't. And and to think for yourself and be an individual, ooh, girl, I think that's almost like winning the lottery. Flame, I think the craziest thing that I saw around this, somebody was like, since Haley Bailey can play um, the Little Mermaid, then why doesn't George, George Clooney play Martin Luther King? I read that and I said, are you kidding me? Really? Well, tell, tell them to do it. Make up. Make up. We can do it. Tell them to do it. Child, it no. was just, the, I've seen the craziest things. But on the flip side of that, I don't, there is a video that like pretty much went viral and it's just a compilation of different little black girls seeing the trailer and the smile and the excitement that it brought to their faces honestly just warmed my heart. One little girl was jumping up and down going, Mommy, she's brown. Mommy, she's brown like me. Mommy, she's brown like me. And honestly, it just warmed I, my heart. They will ever know how important that is to the young black and brown kids. They, I don't think they will ever, ever know how important that is to have representation. Because I'm telling you, Lauren, Norman Lee is about to celebrate his 100th birthday. I saw the list. I, I swear I wanted to be on the list, in the list, on the show. Because mm-hmm. not, had it not been me seeing Beverly LaSalle, the character that was on All in the Family in 1978 or 79, Girl, I probably wouldn't be this person that I am to, because it made me know that I was okay. I saw somebody that looked like me, even yeah. though this was a white drag queen, an old man. But I knew how I felt on the inside. I'm like, oh, my God, this looked like me. So I know the joy when those kids saw that because I always remember that moment. Yeah. And I think they don't understand either, too. It's like little kids, especially little girls, like not especially little girls. I'll just say kids in general. They don't see color. You know, it's really um, adults, racist adults that ruin that for kids. Kids don't see color. So to they have see the, color, well, I don't agree. They see color, Lauren, but they see somebody they size, so they feel safe. So <laughs> they don't see the white skin and your blue eyes and your blonde hair. And they might say that, but then they go, they gonna, oh, you my size. We could be friends. And I only experienced that because I got my own kids. Well, no, I'm saying they don't see color. Like, for instance, I remember one time I was at a sushi restaurant with my dad and this white family was eating and this little white girl was sitting in a high chair and she looked back and saw my dad and she smiled and laughed and wanted to play with him. 
That's what I mean when I say kids don't see color. They, well, don't. They, don't see, they don't see the racism. They they they, they, they they don't see color. They don't. They just see somebody for like for who they are. So, you know, that that's why I say racism is definitely taught. So I hope that and I'm saying that to say I hope that these these racist white parents don't ruin this experience for their kids, because I don't care if you white, black, brown, especially the black girls got to go see it. But whatever other race that you are. I hope that that doesn't hinder you from going and seeing this movie because you know, I, I think, think it's going to be a beautiful ever, remake. I don't think any of this ever would have mattered before the, the last four years of the last, the last, the, the last administration. I think before yeah. that last administration, none of this would have mattered. You know, it just would have been like, I oh, think it would have mattered. We just wouldn't have seen the racist be so openly about it. That's one thing I always say that Trump did that I think was a good thing. He let racist white people feel very comfortable being racist in a public fashion. They were all closeted racist before, so you would walk down the street. Well, I wish somebody would have locked the damn door. Shit. <laughs> no, that's why I said I appreciate it. I love that he let all these white people feel entitled enough to blatantly say how racist that they feel. Because now I don't have to go down the street concerned like we used to. I mean, I still do, but it's not the same thing. They feel very comfortable in their truths. So. Thanks, Trump, for doing Which that. We need powerful black women like we have, Stacey Abrams, Karen Bass, to come on in and get these positions so we can sh- help y'all keep showing and pushing and growing. And and, and uh, what is the, you know who else seems to be keeping her temperament? But she looked like she wanted to jap today. Uh, the White House's press secretary. Oh, my God. Jean-Pierre. They gave her the business, but today... It looked like they almost hit that black girl button. You know, when they hit that black girl button, baby, y'all better duck. I'm telling you right now. Black hold one. I know she can hold her temperament real good. But when they find that Keisha button, it's over, baby. Yeah. No, and I think, too, that she's been doing an excellent job, too, as the new as the White House uh, press secretary. And she's the first. She's a she's the first black, female and openly gay um, press secretary that we've had. So, and sh- I think she's handling it very well. So kudos they was, to her too. They, they almost got her to slip a little taste. I was like, oh, okay, y'all gonna hit that Keisha button and she gonna right. show up. And she gonna spaz on y'all. So, but saying all this to say though, um, I'm very happy to be a black woman right now in this day and age. Um, we have, we're, you know, being uh, placed in so many spaces that we should have been anyway. Um, so I'm just excited to see the more to come, but, um, black women are definitely winning right now, despite all of the odds being stacked against us. So, um, feeling a little inspired and very um, proud today. I'll say that. Okay, let me say this. I'm very proud to be pretending to be a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you can, you can say emulating. Uh, emulating, emulating yeah. to be black woman because you know that y'all know i think black women are the smartest women i t- i said in my material all the time black women are smart y'all always figure some shit out even when we don't want y'all to you'll be a little slow on some shit but you be smart on shit we don't want you to be smart on uh but lauren i just i'm I, i'm with you on that because the, and to go back to viola davis and the movie the woman king and the entire cast because i thought whoever did the casting was perfect everybody they brought the movie to life so real that you felt like you engulfed in there i was part of the movie i'm running through the jungle when she was running through the jungle i'm running with her ass but can i um, tell you the that part that was inspiring when she said she had to go back and get old girl and she ran and all of a sudden she felt the presence of her sisters behind her i said "Ooh, see we support each other we support each other 
and that movie t- that movie showed that but and and I see that it's getting a little backlash from a few people here and there talking about the slave trading. Let's be very clear that every nationality involved in life was involved in slave trading. Every nationality, including the black people all, were involved in the slave trade. Every people have enslaved their own people. Did you ever see the movie Apop- Apocalypto? Indians did it. They was cut each other's head off because, baby, uh, 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 Italians do it if you lighter or darker. It happens across the board. They Some are better than others or looked on like they're better than others. So don't come with all that bullshit. And if y'all really want to do your research, let me show you that it, go- it goes all the way around because if you read the diary of Anne Frank when you were in high school like you are supposed to as a sophomore, they hid in the attic for two years. No, baby, the, the the Nazis never did find them. A Jew told where they were. That's how they got caught. So we all do it to our own race. So please don't come sideways at me or I'm going to straighten you up. Thank you very okay. much. I just that out. Okay. But that's, uh, but see, that's also, um, I've said this on Laugh and Learn before about how it's important to accurately tell, tell our history. Because then you have people who are ignorant that didn't know, yes, we were involved in the slave trade. Black people were. We turned against our own people for profit. And we ain't stopped. Shit. Thank you. So let's just call a spade a spade here. But saying all that to say, here at Laugh and Learn, we have a saying. We're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. Simply trying to get you to use your mind. Because why, Flame? Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And y'all need to stop wasting my time, honey. Get your ass out. Go vote. Make sure you register. Georgia, I need y'all to really act a fool. And when I say that, I'm talking about in a nonviolent, pleasant way. Get to them polls. I know they didn't change the law so many different places, but y'all got to put Stacey Abrams as governor because Stacey Abrams don't care just about the black folks. And she has said that many times. She cares about the state of Georgia. Yep. That is very true. It is definitely important to get out and vote. Pretty much, the election is here. Election day is is pretty much here. We got like less than a little over thirty days, actually, a little over thirty days. So make sure y'all register to vote. I I uh, second that for sure, Flame. So you can find Flame at Monroe Flame on Instagram, Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook. Do not follow Flame's Twitter; it's full of porn. Um, YouTube is Flame Monroe. And then you can also follow Flame on TikTok at Flame Monroe 125. And you can follow Hogan at Lauren Armani H on Instagram and Lauren Hogan on Facebook. But let me tell y'all something. And down and follow her on YouTube too as Lauren Hogan. But let me tell y'all something. Follow us, download at Laugh and Learn on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Because audio is what gets us paid and get them paid. And they can follow the Laugh and Learn page at Laugh and Learn Podcast, too. At Laugh and Learn, he, she, we. We got about nine pages because y'all keep blocking my page. <laughs> All the trolls be at you. But we appreciate you guys as always, and we will see you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye, Aaron. Bye, Lauren. Bye, Flame Ass. Peace. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped. Now streaming 
only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the Army! Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at HighFiveCasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Even though Tariq St. Patrick was betrayed and almost taken out last season, he's not totally on his own in the final season of Power Book 2, Ghost. For better or for worse, his partner in the drug game, Braden Weston, is his ride or die, and it's them against the world. But when Braden goes all in on this life, Tariq has to wonder, is there really room for both of them at the top? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.